y'all. Welcome to the Nuga Bell podcast, all about stories of the South, straight from the sources. I'm your host, Kate Robertson, and I'm based in the scenic city of Chattanooga, Tennessee. Join me and my guests as we talk about all things Chattanooga, life in the South, and beyond. Now pour yourself a cup of coffee or a glass of sweet tea and join us. We're so glad you're here. Welcome back to the Nuga Bell podcast. This is another special bonus episode. Um, and if you live in Chattanooga, you probably know that we have one of our favorite local events coming up in October, and that would be the Wine Over Water Wine Festival. And here to talk about that with me is fellow food blogger who also appeared on episode eight or nine or something like that, <laughs> uh, Jody Lawrence, and she is on the board for Wine Over Water. Hi, yes. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, I've been on the Wine Over Water um, steering committee for, um, I guess, five years or something crazy like that. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So you know the ins and outs of it pretty well. Um, yeah, I know it pretty well. I've always had the pleasure to participate, and it's such a fun event, and love one being of the on best. the board. <laughs> one of the best. I said wine over water. It's obviously a wine festival, but mm-hmm. it's a little bit more than just a wine festival. It's yes, especially in the past few years, it's become much more than just a wine festival. We're actually the poster this year says food and wine festival, Ooh. and it really is becoming more and more about the food. Um, but of course, still it's about the wine, <laughs> and um, of course, it is still about that classic on the bridge wine event that everyone knows and loves. But also, it's about our off the bridge events. Um, which we had a few last year. We have more this year. They're really exciting and also extremely fun. It all benefits historic preservation, um, just like Wine Over Water does. Um, Yeah, it's just expanding and growing, and it's really exciting. Mm -hmm. So last year was the first year y'all did off-the-bridge events, right? Yes, last year was the first year that we did off-the-bridge events. We've brought a few of those events back this year, like um, the Sunday, I believe it was last year called um, Namaste Bubbly. But, yes. you know, like a Sunday yoga brunch. Um, we're having that event again this year. Still doing something at Easy Bistro this year. Still just doing something at St. John's this year. All those really cool wine dinners. Um, and then adding a few things this year. So at Easy, there's going to be a kickoff party, which is on... Um, Thursday night. Yes, the kickoff party is on Thursday, October 4th. Um, it's just called the Cheers kickoff party. Really exciting. It's going to be an easy bistro. There's going to be delicious food. Of course. Um, <laughs> yes, of course, delicious food. Lots of really good champagne. So we'll start the, the whole weekend, the festival off there. Um, move into Friday where we've got um, an, a brewery event, our first ever beer party that'll happen um, over on ML King with you know, local brewers, Hutton & Smith, Odd Story, um, food from Bitter Alibi, food from Two Sons, um, some chat whiskey going to be there as well. It'll be lots of fun. There's going to be a lunch at the Solarium, another wine dinner at St. John's, of course, bestsellers as always, um, and then the yoga brunch, the main event on Saturday. So much stuff happening. <laughs> we'll, it's a jam-packed weekend. It's a jam-packed weekend. I'm really excited. And then we're going to actually finish off the weekend um at a new event called Sunday Supper, which is going to be at the Daily Ration um, with, you know, some local sponsors. Chat Whiskey will be there again. Um, Lodgecast Iron is sponsoring that one. It's going to be a big family-style meal. 
yeah, just so many fun events. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to the yoga brunch this year, and oh, yoga, brunch, and champagne are three of my favorite things, yes. and I cannot wait. Yes, I really wanted to go to that event last year, and I, I didn't get to go, but it looked awesome, so I'm sure we're going to have the best time. I'll be I'll be on the bridge this year, and I'll also be at the brewery event um, and I'll be at the Sunday Supper, so... I will see you on the bridge. <laughs> yes, exactly. And one really important thing to remember um, for people out there considering buying tickets to the bridge this year and in talking about this being a wine and food festival is that for the first time ever, all of the food on the bridge will also be included in the ticket price. That made me um, so happy to see. Yes, I think that we've been trying to work that out for a long time and it has finally fallen into place that we're able to do that. And I think it's going to make for a really awesome bridge experience for everyone out there. and That was my one, I wouldn't really call it a complaint, but mm-hmm. one thing that I wish was different last year was that the food wasn't included. So mm-hmm. if you paid for a ticket and parking and whatnot, it made it like a really, really expensive thing. Totally. So I'm really happy to see yeah, that the food is included because think, the food looked amazing oh, last year. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, the restaurants on the bridge are, as always, you know, top-notch. But we, we really do want everyone to be enjoying it, enjoying the wine and the food together as a whole experience and really happy that that's been able to fall into place, that that works out for everyone involved. Um, some of the restaurants on the bridge, you know, Two Sons is going to be there, Beast and Barrel, Cafe on the Corner, um, The Daily Ration, Easy Bistro, of course. Um, and then, you know, we'll have some different stuff this year too. So like Vibrant Meals is going to be there, which is a new, you know, healthy food option in town, really healthy meals. Um, Toto Sushi's going to be there. That's new. And then we'll have the people from Muse and Meadow there. That's new. There's going to be kombucha, some Kombucha, co- right? Yeah, kombucha. There's going to be, um, plus coffee's going to be on the bridge. It's, you know, just a really full experience this year. I think it's going to be a great time. So in addition to the wine, the food, and the water, there's also music on the bridge. Yes, there's always music on the bridge. Um, it's sort of scattered throughout the bridge, different performances throughout the time period. And, um... That will be there again this year on the bridge. Um, we'll have uh, lots of local bands, of course. Um, Call Me Spinster, Courtney Reed, The Lumbar Five, um, Barefoot Nelly, and then Rick Rushing and The Blues Strangers. Oh, awesome. We'll all be on the bridge um, throughout the event. That's super awesome. I loved the music last year because it wasn't like super loud or super like heavy or anything. It was more like mellow and acoustic and it it fit the vibe of the event so perfectly. Mm -hmm. And the, the people on the wow committee that, um, you know, take care of the music portion of the event do such a great job of really matching the vibe and making sure that it all, you know, is one seamless, awesome experience. Mm -hmm. So as we know, Chattanooga loves a benefit event. What does mm-hmm. Wine Over Water benefit? So Wine Over Water benefits Cornerstones, which is Chattanooga's only not-for-profit um, historic preservation society. If you look around Chattanooga, you can see buildings you know, everywhere that Cornerstones has helped to save and really working to preserve the historic landscape of Chattanooga. And I mean, honestly, preserving the character of the city. And that's why it's so important um, you know, to come to Wine Over Water and, and support your historic preservation. So what are some of those buildings that Cornerstones has helped save? Oh, so many. I'll just name the first ones that come to mind. Okay. <laughs> um, the building where Urban Stack is. is really? A, yes, is um, a preserved property. I um, never would have guessed that. I know. Yeah, so many of them are so surprising. The Choo Choo also um, recently um, has been saved in a way by Cornerstones so that the dome portion of the building, you know, all the really awesome 
Um, new things happening over there are so great for the community and for that part of town. But that dome portion of the building um, will be saved by Cornerstones. And we're actually um, going to be working over the next couple of years to, you know, restore that dome and keep, preserve its beauty. So, you know, the choo-choo. Um, oh, gosh, there are so many. The bridge. <laughs> <laughs> the place where the event is held. Yes, literally the place where the event is held. You know, all of the off the bridge events are taking place in preserved properties. Oh, so the St. John's cool. building. Yeah, absolutely. The St. John's building, um, the building where feed is, um, the building where, um, I mean, so many buildings down ML King, you know, we, that's one of the things that we try to do when we plan these events is keep them in properties that tell a portion of the story. That's awesome. I never knew that. Yeah. Makes this event even more special. <laughs> exactly. Um, so when I looked on the Cornerstones website, I saw that their buildings are, or the properties, I guess, are categorized into like three different categories. Mm-hmm. And one of those was endangered. Mm-hmm. So what makes a building endangered? Right. So a building is endangered if it's um, not in the most stable of condition um, and still not in use. But we're keeping a watchful eye, okay. basically. And so that's what that means. And, um, you know, there are several endangered properties in the city, um, like Brown's Tavern or Ingle Stadium, which is one that a lot of people may know. Um, yeah, and we, you know, we want to do our best to preserve all of those. And if you go to the Cornerstones website, it is really cool to look there and see how those properties are categorized and what has been saved and, you know, what is in danger, especially. Mm-hmm. I like to look on there and make sure you know, all of my favorite buildings are being taken care of. I don't know if everyone else likes to pick out their favorite historic buildings in town, but yeah, it's a, it's a really educational website. Definitely worth checking out. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think the first image on that website is of the Choo Choo. Well, I guess it wasn't a hotel at the time, but I guess it was when it was the train terminal. Mm -hmm. And that is just like the one image that just like sets the tone and the mission for the whole thing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, the Chenoo Tutu is so iconic. So, you know, we got to preserve it. And um, that's one of those things I feel like people know that song, the Chenoo Tutu. Oh, always. Yeah, we, ha- we have to have the choo-choo. And, um, like I said, they're, the Cornerstone's office actually just moved into the choo-choo building, sort of right there in the lobby area. So it's definitely going to be a focus over the next couple mm-hmm. years. I've had friends from out of town, out of state, out of country, ask me about the song and be like, do you, mm-hmm. is there actually a Chattanooga choo-choo? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yes. And I send them a picture of it. <laughs> yes. Of the iconic sign. The yeah. sign, the train, <laughs> the track 29, the whole thing. Yes. The song's real. It's all real. <laughs> yeah. So what does it take to really save one of these properties? <sighs> That's a great question. <laughs> I'm um, sure it differs from property to property, but... Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it absolutely does. Um, you know, as you said, it varies from property to property um, in regards to what it takes to save one. And it really just, it depends sometimes um, on just the simple fact that there is a historic preservation society that exists in town and that can help to save and then um, build general awareness. So awareness for preservation of our historic, you know, buildings and properties, that's where it all starts. You know, that helps for people to feel obligated <laughs> to, you know, really want to preserve that history. Um, it's a really tough question to answer because there are so many things that go into it. If you really want to get technical, you know, programs and tax initiatives <laughs> that take place for historic preservation um, and facade elements and 
with, you know, when facades of buildings have to be preserved and um, tax credits for developers and owners who take on those historic buildings and then do take on the actual project of restoration while maintaining the facade. Um, yeah, so many things. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so aside from wine over water, which I get the idea is the flagship event that goes towards this preservation, um, mm -hmm. do you have any other events that Cornerstones hosts to keep this mission going? It's a great question. Um, I mean, it really is about wine over water. And that's where a lot of that particular, that event funded portion of funding comes from. Um, wine over water has been happening for more than 20 years in Chattanooga. And it has really fueled preservation in this city um and then just that's sort of where the off the bridge events are coming in is just as we continue to expand I mean you know the committee throws around ideas all the time that maybe we can use those off the bridge events as sort of a catalyst to do more things during the year um, but it really is all about wine over water and this sort of weekend that surrounds wine over water and that's that's when that funding gets raised Mm -hmm. Plenty of opportunities to do that. Yes, especially with all the fun events. Oh, yes. Um, awesome. That's super interesting. I love learning about that. Uh, so let's hop back to the event itself a little bit. What are you personally most excited about? Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get super excited just about the whole weekend. And honestly, I got involved um, on the committee to begin with when I first moved back here from college um, because... Ann Gray, who is the executive director, is actually from South Pittsburgh, where I'm from, and went to high school with her son. And she was like, hey, I know you're really into just, you know, the whole historic preservation side of things and interested in that as, a, you know, sort of a charity work to do. So I really just get excited about the mission, honestly. I mean, yes, it's a lot of fun, but I keep coming back and doing it because historic preservation is a thing that I legitimately care about. I also think that it's a cause that sometimes gets overlooked. And, you know, so I'm happy to take mm -hmm. it on and sort of be, you know, one of the ambassadors for that cause. And um, one thing that you'll notice when you're walking down the bridge, if you don't get too, too focused on the wine and the food, is that along the bridge, there are all of these posters that actually talk about Cornerstone's um, projects and properties that have either been saved or will be saved or endangered. It's a great thing to pay attention to while you're walking on the bridge if you really do want to connect to the cause. Um, this year, there are going to be a lot of them about the choo-choo. So just a fun educational piece to really connect to the history that you're sort of benefiting by mm -hmm. coming and drinking all your wine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I moved to Chattanooga three years ago, and as a still like relatively new Chattanooga resident, that's not something I really thought about. And then the more I learned about the festival and like talking with you and Amanda and everyone, I'm just like, wow. That's, that's something really important that mm -hmm. really needs to happen and these buildings need to be preserved. And I'm really glad that we have something like Wine Over Water and all the associated events that really like focus on that as their sole mission. Mm -hmm. No, you're totally right. If you, if you really think about it and look at cities who haven't done a good job of preserving their history, you know, they've lost so much of their character. And I think that, you know, we just don't want that to happen to Chattanooga. No, so many people are so proud to be from Chattanooga and to call Chattanooga home, like, generations, like, ago. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a lot of the driving force. It's just, like, people are just so proud of their history and its city that watching it go away would just be, like, heartbreaking. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so last year was my first year going to Wine Over Water. Awesome. And I learned a whole lot about going to a wine festival. Because <laughs> the only... What did you learn? <laughs> that 
my biggest tip for new festival goers is to do like a lap around and kind of scope out the wineries you want to try Mm -hmm. and make sure you get to them Mm -hmm. and like write them down if you have to. Because yeah. there's so many, there I'm sure so I missed many. some last year. Yeah, there are usually around 200 wines on the bridge. <laughs> so to think as a person that you might taste all 200 of them is really ambitious. <laughs> I mean, um, they're small samples, but still, it's still, a lot of wine, guys. <laughs> it's a lot of wine, um, and it's a lot of wine that's available out there to you. And so you really should, like you said, try the stuff that you want to try. And so... I, yeah, I sort of agree with you on the be a little bit picky approach, and then you can always just make your second lap. Mm-hmm. You know, you have several hours to hang out there yeah. and trial your wine and eat all your food. And, and if you need to picky. slow down, just enjoy the music. It's fine. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there's so much stuff to do at the bridge event other than just drink, frankly. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, it is an awesome wine festival with really great wines to taste, but... There's a lot of stuff happening. Like I said, the music, the history, Mm -hmm. the food. That's the biggest difference for me between Wine Over Water and any other, like, drink festival Mm -hmm. I've been to. Like, college, anywhere, is that those have just made it so much about consuming things and tasting and all that. And there's just, like, no chance to slow down and really, like, enjoy it. So that's one of the things I appreciate most about Wine Over Water. Yeah, I think you're totally right. And I think that the, um, even the atmosphere you know, lends itself to that. You're on the bridge. It's beautiful. There's a view. The good music, like you were saying, it is. It's, you know, slow down and take your time. It's mm-hmm. a it's a very relaxing event. Yeah. And last year, we had really great weather. It was a little overcast, but yeah. it wasn't rainy. It was kind of chilly, but mm-hmm. not, like, overwhelming in one way or another. Uh, is the event rain or shine? From all of my past experience, we will go rain or shine. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we want everyone to be safe, of course, but I have seen people drink their wine in the rain, so. <laughs> Dedicated people. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It is It is mostly rain or shine. Good to know. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like I've seen people in ponchos up there. Oh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if it rains, I would suggest a poncho. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it still is a good time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, what other tips do you have for first-time wine-over-water goers? Mm, I mean, I would say wear comfortable shoes, you know. Um, it is a it is a nice event, but, you know, definitely wear your comfortable shoes. Be ready to have a good time. Um, I think your tip is great. You know, you don't, don't <laughs> drink too much wine for yourself before you even get over the water because <laughs> um, it's wine-over-water. And, um, I mean, show up on time. You know, we um, – the event – is a good amount of time, but I think that it really is worth it to show up on time to get there and experience the full event. Don't show up at, you know, you're like 7 p.m., you know, show up at 5. We even, we often have people show up a little bit early so they can go ahead and, um, you know, get their wristband and sort of be ready because we can, um, I mean, even though it can be a little stressful for the committee, you can walk around on the bridge um, and we will give you your wristband, you know, right on time. So mm-hmm. yeah, show up on time, be ready to have a good time and wear comfortable shoes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my friend and I got there early last year mm-hmm. and we're so glad we did because I think we got there about 20 minutes before it opened. Mm-hmm. And of course they weren't pouring yet, but that was when we could walk up and down and kind of oh, scope yeah. things out. So once people were officially pouring, we knew where we wanted to go. Yeah, and they will not pour you wine early, but like you said, you can, you know, you can just see what's out there and get comfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Chattanooga has a tendency to show up last minute to certain events. So oh, this is one you don't want to show up no, last yeah, minute to. No, yeah, you don't want to show up last minute. I would totally agree. Yeah. Uh, I think that's about all I've got. Is there anything we haven't covered that you wanted to cover up on? Um, Maybe I should just run down the Off the Bridge events one more time. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. And where people can still get tickets. Absolutely. So you can get tickets for all of the events at www.wineoverwater.org. And that is the main bridge event as well as the off the bridge events. Um, they're all available there. They all have a separate ticket price. Um, and the there is a wide range of ticket prices this year. So, um, you know, the MLK Brewery event is a $35 ticket. Um and then, you know, you have up to your more expensive, you know, wine dinner tickets, which are, you know, in the $190 range. <laughs> and it literally, there's something for everyone out there. Um, whatever you're interested in, whatever price point is achievable for you, there's an event for you so that you can support Cornerstones and, you know, take part in Wine Over Water. Have and a have good a good time. time. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, like I said, uh, we kick off the whole weekend with um, the Cheers dinner on Thursday. That's October 4th. Um, at Easy Bistro, and then on Friday, October 5th, is the Martin Luther King Beer and Bites Party on MLK Boulevard. It's going to be over in sort of the Two Sons parking lot area. That ticket is $35, starts at 7 p.m. Um, you're going to have, you know, your Hutton and Smith, your Odd Story, food from Bitter Alibi and Two Sons again, like I said. There's going to be music there as well um, on Saturday, October 6th. There's going to be a lunch botanical. So if you do happen to come into town from elsewhere for Wine Over Water and really want to fill up your weekend, there's a lot of variety. You can get, you know, lunch. Um, that's, as I said, Saturday, October 6th at the Solarium. Um, and there's going to be, you know, all kinds of fun um, herbal cocktails and fruits and flowers and rosé and all those beautiful things. Um, Saturday, October 6th is going to be the wine dinner at St. John's, and that is at 6 p.m., um, and that's a five-course meal. going to be, you know, really delicious. It's St. John's. It has to be. <laughs> oh, yes, of course. You know what to expect. <laughs> and then Sunday is the yoga brunch. That is at Feed. They are in their event space um, and partnered with them and with um, Vuv, uh, the champagne brand. That's from 10 to 1, um, and the yoga teachers at that brunch are going to be Sarah Mingus of Southern Soul and Kyle, um, Kyle House of Kyle House Fitness. So it's going to be a great yoga class, of course. And then on Sunday, uh, to finish up the weekend, is Sunday Supper at the Daily Ration, sponsored by Lodge. Um, that's from 4 to 7. And there will be music there as well. Again, a Chattanooga whiskey welcome cocktail, family-style meal. So many fun things. On the bridge, off the bridge. That sounds <laughs> like a fabulous weekend. Yeah. I cannot wait. I'm super excited. Thank you so much for joining me for this special bonus preview episode. Yeah, thank you for having me. I will see you on the bridge on October 6th. Yes, you will. And we hope to see some of y'all on the bridge and at any of these other events anytime during that weekend. Thank y'all so much for listening. 